0: This is Kelly. This is Jen. This is Heather. And you're listening to Whiskey Cats.
1: (laughs) Yay!
0: In our tasting glasses tonight are Jefferson's Bourbon and Jefferson's Ocean, aged at sea. We get an update on our aging experiment, talk bitter tears, and the social aspect of your drinking glass. So pour yourself a tumbler and join us as we set sail on another episode of Whiskey Cats. What are we drinking today, Kelly? I'm so glad you asked. (laughs) Today we have two offerings from Jefferson's Bourbon. The first we're going to taste is Jefferson's Bourbon, and the second we're going to taste is Jefferson's Ocean Aged at Sea.
2: This is is Jefferson as in
0: Thomas? As in Thomas, Hmm. though the company is actually... has nothing to do with Thomas Jefferson himself. It's just... just (laughs) Name, they're after? just co opting, yes, they're definitely just co opting because they
2: have a love for him, as does everyone in Virginia. Is it made? Where is it
0: made? Oh, that's a good question. I actually don't know where it's made. I don't know where it's made because, um, they actually don't distill themselves. Oh, so it's a company that buys bourbon barrels distilled somewhere in Kentucky, probably LDI. And then blends all the different barrels that they have and then ages
1: the barrels themselves to what they want. And this is interesting. This seems like a good way to try two of them, right? Because we're going to try what they think is their, like, standard, we're just going to buy it and Mm -hmm. put it in a barrel. Mm -hmm. And then this other weird one that will... That was,
0: I'm sorry, aged in the ocean, you say. Aged... Maybe not like technically in the ocean, but like on the ocean. <laughs> on the ocean, right? Not like in not, in
2: like, not like like a proper Jones bourbon. bourbon. Right, oh, yeah. is this bourbon? Is that
0: yes, yes. Okay. It's, it's bourbon. They're both they're both bourbon. So Jefferson's actually um, founded in 1997, so it's a very young company. Mm. Whoa. Um, it's a millennial. Yeah. <laughs> <It is. laughs> um. And again, it, they don't own a distillery. They just buy barrels from other producers, then blend it and age it in their in their own barrels um they talk a lot about small batch or nor like single barrel because they just only blend for like one one barrel at a time but they get that across the board for all of their like barrels so i think it's i think it's a it's an interesting model and, and i wonder how yeah. consistent is the i mean how consistent is their
1: product yeah and their barrels and their there's so many like
0: Unquantified, unknown, yeah.
1: Unquantified things. Quantifiable, mm-hmm. but unquantified to unquantified us. Unquantified variables. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So while, you know, and I think
0: this is one way to get into the whiskey business is to, is to do this, right? Because distilling actually takes a long time and it's, it's, well, distilling itself doesn't take a long time, but it takes a lot of expertise and skill. Um, and equipment, and so this is the easier way to get into the whiskey business is mm-hmm. to buy the already uh, the distillate from somebody else, and
1: then and then Much like it. like us, which we'll uh, get to later. later. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Uh, <laughs> so n- no hate on TJs. No, no. no. Um,
0: so, but the company was founded by Trey's um, Zoller and his father Chet. Um, his father is actually a bourbon. Of course, it was. <laughs> Uh, he's actually a bourbon historian. So, um, and their family has—they have a family history going back to 1799. Some grandma relative was actually, which they don't name her um, in any of the things I read. Well, She's so, a woman. Why yeah, yeah, yeah. do you name yeah. her? She just she needs was a place a, in
1: history, like yeah. to grandmother, so mm-hmm. all like just like your grandmother, like all oh, grandmother. <laughs> so you can identify with it. Uh,
0: this grandmother was arrested for production and sales of spirituous liquors. Okay, in, in, in the 1700s, 1799. Oh, yeah. So go, grandma. Go, grandma. So <clears throat> Jefferson's the whiskey company actually has the only thing that has to do with Thomas Jefferson's is the name. They wanted something recognizable, and so Thomas Jefferson is very recognizable. Um.
2: So we what, should name, name our, our so we should name our whiskey like. NASA or some point, like. Big some people are like, oh, yeah. I know what that is.
0: So that's you know one take. But they also say that they named their whiskey Jeffersons because of his experimentation and curiosity.
1: Mm. Oh, boy. Fair enough. But Fair enough. I like how they also may have meant literally recognizable because there's a the whole little, portrait of yes, him on the back, on like there. a full body, yeah. head to toe. Pencil. What do you call that? Pencil mm-hmm. mark sketch of him yeah so you can see through the bottle um so the first
0: one we're going to be tasting is is just called jefferson's um so it's the jefferson's bourbon kentucky straight bourbon whiskey very small batch again it says it on the bottle aged on land (laughs) Yes, this one is aged on land, and I can't believe we have to differentiate that.
1: <laughs> but we are. There is no emotion in that. Mm.
0: Yeah, <laughs> they're all. <on> land. <laughs> um, and so they describe this as uh, they blend four different styles of bourbon in small batches to create their kind of signature bourbon. And they have this little like hang taggy thing um, on the the bottle itself. Uh, there's a little like tagline here. It says all men are created equal. The same could not be said about bourbon for us.
1: <laughs> yeah. The I ma- like how you're like contrasting against like the best, you know, <laughs> the most righteous like thing in our in our you know, <laughs> country's history and be like, but it's not like that. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and so uh, the little thing on here
0: from the, their master blender says ridiculously small batch bourbons and rye are produced by skillfully marrying a selection of barrels of various ages. It achieves the precision of a single barrel bottling while iner- ensuring the complexity and consistency expected by fine bourbon and rye aficionados. Um, and then it gives a little like rundown of like all their different different brands. This ridiculously small batch bourbon has been aged in barrels with a very light char. And then I'm going to stop because it has um, some tasting notes. So I'm going to leave that out and we're going to see for ourselves what mm-hmm. we think of these. Lighter this in color than the other bottle, interestingly. Yeah, so it's actually, um, I mean, it looks like a bourbon to me. Like, the color seems very caramel. And- mm-hmm. so, all right, let's try this one.
1: It smells like bourbon. <laughs> Remember back from our notes of when um, Thank you. that first bourbon was? You know, when they sort of like discovered bourbon when they were bringing it down the Mississippi. Because we've yeah. talked about that before, and I don't remember what year that was or what you know era.
2: Yeah, I don't. I don't remember. I don't remember either. <clears throat> God, we just watched Prohibition too. You'd think that would have hit home with me, but I forget.
1: Because it seems like you know we tried the old Portrero, which they can't even call anything because it doesn't conform to what we call like the rise in the bourbons and the whiskeys legally speaking. So they just have to call it, they just call it the 18th century style spirit. So it's funny that it's like, this is a bourbon mm-hmm. that goes back to like the era of Thomas Jefferson in style, but nobody drank bourbon then. probably. I know. I feel or, like it was
2: 18, like late 18 something. Yeah. yeah. But I have to look that up. Right? Right. Sure. Well, let's well, give this anyway. a
1: try. Yeah. Oh. Cheers.
0: Let's smell this first.
2: lot a vanilla. Smells like vanilla and secondhand smoke to me. That's a weird smell. I know. I don't know why. It just hit that same part of my brain for some reason. Weird. Spice on the
0: front. Hmm. It's very sweet.
1: Yeah, a lot of spice on the front. Um, It's not cloying. No. It's very uh, middle-of-the-road bourbon-y.
0: Yeah. I'm getting caramel on the way, way back. Like
2: kind of tastes like Woodford to me. Like a sort of
1: basic... Interesting. I mean, it's very drinkable. It's a little bit strong on the back end. Like, I can feel it, like, spread out on my tongue. Like, mm-hmm. almost physically feel it, like, spread out.
2: I need the flavor wheel. I can't identify what I'm feeling. Oh, uh, it's behind the Space Cat. It has. It's, feel, it's a little fieldy to me, which is in the floral. So in the field <laughs> part of the flavor wheel, it says barn, tobacco, leaf, grass, hay, Heather. And... There's a little grassiness to me for some hmm. reason. There's also the sweetness that um, I will try to identify. Mm. Clove. Yep. Clove and vanilla bean. And grass for some reason. Interesting. Or like barn.
1: More barn than grass. This is a weird place in my tongue. <laughs> I know I'm having a really hard time putting my finger on it because you know you keep saying like the fieldy type things. I I understand what you're saying. I I can like almost get there, but mm-hmm. I'm not I'm not quite. Ta- I'm not quite tasting it, mm-hmm. you know. But it's, mm-hmm. it feels like it's on the edges or something. Mm-hmm. So I'm just looking at the wheel. too.
2: Burns a little in my chest. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: Yes, it's, it's not subtle, That's yeah, drinkable. It's not bad. Yeah, it's like um, I don't know, something I would just have to. Drink on a Wednesday night. Yeah, kind of in the middle of the road. Yeah. What's the
2: price point on this? Uh,
0: very reasonable. Um, so we actually got this at Costco, and I don't actually remember the Costco price, but um, when I looked it up online, it was anywhere from 30 to $40 for oh, a yeah. bottle. That's reasonable, yeah. for sure.
1: Hmm. It's interesting, because you know we tried that Belveni last time, and we talked about how it sort of didn't... Like really taste strongly of anything that mm-hmm. it felt like it was palatable, but you almost you couldn't put your finger on exactly what it was you are tasting. I mean we got like a couple notes out of it. I feel the same way about this, even though it, this tastes very different than the Balveni. like I still feel like there's some there's definitely like some spice and there's a punch to it that the Balveni did not have mm-hmm. but I've been having a really hard time putting my finger on what this tastes like, yeah
0: Should we try a little water? We'll, yeah, a we'll little splash oh. splash.
2: Takes all the spice out of the smell.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, although I finally smell something sweet.
2: Yeah, I think it I didn't it, smell it It takes the, the spice mm-hmm. away and only leaves kind of like a. Yeah, because you remember you had said
1: vanilla before, and I was like, I, don't, I, didn't, I couldn't smell I, the vanilla before. I
2: only taste vanilla now. The burn in my chest is completely gone, mm-hmm. even from like a tiny splash of water. It's yeah. just not there.
1: Although I will say, I feel like I can taste something identifiable now. I mean, I think I would prefer it cold.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And not quite like we're drinking a very small. We're we're almost drinking like fifty fifty right now because our pores are yeah. so small. <laughs> if I were drinking like an actual like lowball of this with a with just a splash of water and like a small ice cube, I would I would like this a lot because it would still have that punch to it, but it would have that kick of vanilla that I felt like I was missing when it was just by itself.
2: Yeah, this is one of the first that we've had in a while that the water doesn't ruin it. Yeah,
1: like mm-hmm. obliterate.
2: I would enjoy this with I think a little. Not regular water, but a little splash of of spritz, like a mm. seltzer, like just a little bit, and an ice cube. I think that would mm-hmm. be kind of nice. Just,
0: that's how I would drink it. Shall I read you the tasting notes? Yes. <clears throat> the result is an approachable smooth bourbon. It's layered but easy drinking with a finish that allows the flavors to come to the forefront. Jefferson's is smooth and light with hints of complexity that keep it interesting. So actually,
1: but no, no tasting
0: <laughs> It just
1: says there's flavors. <laughs> There are flavors. They I'm not are... even sure I would call it. Did it say strong? Is that what it said? Approachable smooth. It was right at the beginning. Forefront. Light mm-hmm. hints of complexity. Uh, oh, maybe I was making that up. <laughs> oh, maybe it was that it said smooth, which like, I wouldn't call this a smooth bourbon. I wouldn't call it a kick in your pants kind of bourbon. Right, but not. But it's not a smooth bourbon no, at all. I agree. It's smoothed out with the water, obviously, but
2: but I agree, not not a smooth bourbon. Yeah. Too much spice. It hits my chest too hard. Yeah, I can still
1: feel it in the back of my throat.
0: Yeah. So on their website, um, under their description of Jefferson's bourbon, they have a little bit of uh, tasting notes saying that, um, slightly fruitier with the finish as always with a smooth vanilla infused elegance that demands another round.
1: Man, they really got their PR on high <laughs> alert.
0: I demand another round of the ocean aged.
1: (laughs) I really tried to find some fruit in there to see if there was like some salt or something, and I couldn't find it. No
0: way. This next one, this next bottle, this next offering that they have is Jefferson's Ocean. It's made from older bourbon barrels. Uh, I think the last um, round of this, they actually used eight-year-old bourbon. There's, it ages eight years on land, and then this whole thing came about because they had, again, thinking back on dragging the barrels up and down the Mississippi and what the... The Bourbon origin story. Yes, the Bourbon origin story. They actually had a barrel on a research vessel for some reason. They yeah. don't, don't, don't exactly explain why or... Scientists like to drink,
1: too. It was probably Chet's spare yacht had some space in the below deck. Having been on a research vessel, I can imagine that maybe they just wanted a beverage while they were doing their science. But, but they probably couldn't drink it while they, they were just, that sounds even torture, like yeah. so put this on your boat but don't drink it. Yeah, I'm sorry, true.
0: it wasn't a barrel, they they came up with this when they were sailing on a research vessel with a with a bottle and they watched how the motion of the ocean affected the bottle, the whiskey in the bottle,
1: and they're like, wouldn't this be interesting?
0: But it had already been aged on land for eight years? No, 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 no. So they're saying they Came up with this idea, uh, okay, when they were by on not this...
1: actually knowing bourbon's history, but by repeating it themselves because they didn't learn it the first time. Yes, <laughs>
0: correct. <laughs> Never learned that lesson before. <laughs> so they wondered what would happen to bourbon aged on the bow of a ship when they saw this mm. you know, rocking, lotion, rocking motion agitation Sure. Um, so then they decided to basically put barrel, barrels on a on a ship and sail it around the world. Um, the last iteration of this, they use eight-year-old year, eight year barrels, like I said, so they stayed on land for eight years, and then they sailed it across the ocean. Uh, Wait, literally I... across the world, like a world So, track. yeah, five continents, and they crossed the equator four times. Wait, but can I interject for one moment?
2: Again, it was mm-hmm. aged for eight years on land first. Yes. Didn't we learn in episode yeah. something that, like, 80 to 90, 90% of the impact of the barrel happens in the first eight years so, oh, I'm, who, so I'm
1: so disappointed in the Jefferson brand. Uh,
2: I mean maybe they didn't know that when they started this and maybe That's that true. extra little like 10% or 5% I have to look back at my notes about what that is maybe it really did do something but do why some wouldn't you start from on.
0: the get go on the boat so um, yes. so I'm gonna read so I'm gonna read this to you and I might have read this wrong or or not so, the first batch, it says, was distilled in Kentucky and then aged for four years on the deck of a research vessel in the tropics.
2: Oh. But
0: the next round has headed out to open sea, and this time the barrels, aged up to eight years, will be going all the way around the world. So, I don't know if that means right. they're going to they sail, sail it for eight, for eight years? years.
1: Wait, so what was the number? How many were was the first iteration? They bottled it in 2012, they said. No, but oh. how many voyages? It doesn't say. It just says okay. the first batch. Because this is voyage number five, it says in the label. Yeah.
2: So math, eight years, they started this in 97. What numbers are you like, using? <laughs> <mean, laughs> well, like they started the company laughing? in 97. <laughs> in my, in my brain. Can't you hear my brain, Heather? Come on. <laughs> if they started in 97, how many, like eight times five, how many years, you know, that's more years than has been since
1: 97. Yeah. I was I thought they said like a like we did this four times and then the fifth one was right. whatever, but although they could not do it sequentially, so,
0: I guess. And the little hang tag, it says we put fully matured Kentucky bourbon on a ship and set it on its way to crossing the equator four times, stopping at five continents in over 30 different ports.
1: What the fuck does that, the number of continents in the equator have to do with it? What I do have is... Marketing. Like, that's what it has... To
0: do. Because
2: it true. has a story mm-hmm. that millennials like. That already
1: existed. Okay. So it's but, like
2: here, the button question. factory guy. Button. You know? <laughs> I mean, it's the orphans in the button but the factory. Yes. The little orphan drummer. The little orphan okay. drummer. <laughs> Here are my
1: actual questions, which we probably won't be able to answer. Is A... I don't have any comments, with we you. I want to know how long it was on the ocean. And B, I want to know how aged the first one was that we drank. Like, is that eight year bourbon? Because then we can actually compare these. But if that's two year bourbon, then how can we possibly I'm, compare these two? I'm pretty sure this is not eight year bourbon. Yeah. There's, there's no way. Jefferson's, we have a lot of questions for you. Yeah. Yeah. Thomas Jefferson would be so good.
2: <laughs> also, like, you know, just <laughs> still... write a musical about it. I feel <laughs> like if you're. <laughs> I'm sure it's in the works. Lynn <laughs> Manuel, get on it. Uh,. Like if you're in if you're on the boat in the dock or you're actually sailing, that has to be a difference too. If the whole point mm-hmm. is that you're rocking and rolling. This is also making me feel like I should be aging our whiskey like in my Subaru or something. I was
1: like I me, <laughs> you're gonna take a sailboat out. Only if you contact Subaru first and they can actually, like, you know, option your experiences for their own super commercial, because that would fucking kill. I know. Mr. Bourbon in a Subaru. Yes. Come on. After camping, that's like number two. I know. <laughs> <laughs> dogs
2: geologists bourbon drinkers these are the the people that super caters to yeah. oh my
0: gosh so uh, okay.
1: nevertheless nevertheless I'm, yeah. who
0: knows who knows they're not very forthcoming in their marketing materials to tell you how long and how what the process is
1: I wanna, all right i want to judge this but with my mouth
0: i have this strange expectation that this is going to be salty right and clearly it's not going to because it would not have never touched the elements
1: it was in contained in a barrel. But I still have this connotation that well, it's going to be salty. Well, the porous, though, right? And it's in the salt air. I mean, I don't think it's going to be salty. But no. theoretically speaking, it's... So
2: in sort of color, plastic. it's a little darker, oh, I think. Yeah, sorry. i think. Or maybe oh, that was no. just an illusion from the two Very similar. It was, yeah.
1: Cause it it also has the the boat. Okay. Hey, okay, ladies. Bon voyage. Bon voyage. Bon voyage.
2: smells a lot sweeter to me. Than the other, but I could just be imagining it. I feel like I need them side by side.
0: I'm getting something a little more sharp. Yeah, I'm kind of,
1: I'm just getting the iodine flavor. Mm. Huh. My nose for sweet isn't as good as yours, I think. It's a lot smoother. It is a lot smoother. And there's like,
2: oh, there it is. A later, A later burn. Definitely afterburn. Oh, yeah, there it is. Took a minute, yep. (laughs) I'm like, it's it's,
0: right right here in my chest. Yep.
2: Took a little longer. Mm -hmm. But it's so hard to know, like, are they even starting with the same stuff?
0: I mean... Wait, we still have first Directly compare.
2: Yeah, should we do a side-by-side?
0: I mean... It's the flavor, like, I can't... For this one, I can't... The ocean, I can't pick out other flavors.
2: The nose is mellower. There's way less spice on the tongue when you first drink it. It's smoother. I get much more sweet. I feel like water would kill this. I I agree. Yeah, because there's no
1: vanilla backbone to it.
2: Oh, see, I feel like it's all vanilla backbone.
1: Really? Well, then I'm why not, do you think I would kill it then?
0: I'm not getting any vanilla at all.
1: Yeah. I don't smell it. I don't taste it. But I don't taste much of anything, to be honest. What am I tasting? I won't say they're wildly different. And yet... They I, are. They're I, they, different. Yeah. But I can't put my finger on why. I, I think, think... I get a carrot. Sorry. Car- I definitely just... Dis- I, I, I like the original... Oh, interesting! More than the ocean,
0: because you can taste something. <laughs> y-
1: yeah, I mean, and I don't mind. I, like. I don't mind a kick. I don't need my alcohol to be smooth. Mm-hmm. This is very sweet to me. I
0: don't, I don't like taste this that. is
2: this is cloying a little bit. Really, I me. don't.
0: I don't get that at all. Let
2: me water and. Wow, that is okay. So this was definitely caramel that I was tasting in the ocean. The, this is the vanilla bomb in this yeah. original is
0: Wow. It's on the nose. Striking against the
1: ocean. I, can, I feel like I might be stretching a little bit, but I can almost I can almost get citrus out of the ocean one.
0: Yes. Almost. Whoa. I can smell I think that was the sharpness that I was smelling. It's a yeah. little bit as soon as you said it, <laughs>
1: it's in my brain and I'm like, mm, and mm, grapefruit! It's like, oh, grapefruit. <laughs> like sweet, but there's a there is a there's a sweetness component to citrus that yeah, exists. Mm-hmm. And I, I wouldn't I still wouldn't call this sweet, but I can almost see where you're going with that. I
2: And I again, I don't know if it's in my brain because you said it, but I I see it in there. Okay, now let me taste the original. Vanilla Nose Bomb.
1: Oh my god. Right? They're very different if you taste them side by side. Wow. And like the original like That's a bourbon. The ocean one, I don't know what to do with that. It is just weird. And I wouldn't even call it like a straight whiskey or like... It's been a while since I've had a rye. I'm not sure how to compare it to a rye. A rye would be much
2: spicier. This is like, this is way too sweet for me. It's like eating a sugar, like burnt sugar caramel something for some reason. I know you're looking at me like I'm (laughs) crazy, but...
0: Um, I'm trying to. There's no tasting notes on their website, and so I just like looked up their uh, looked up their product again to try and find some some tasting notes. And, and again, a little bit of confusion over um, the process of their aging. It just says aged at sea, takes older bourbon barrels and brings it around the world.
2: Older bourbon barrels. It's also like I wonder if the char. You know, in in doing this experiment, I learned a lot about how much charring impacts the flavor and this specific the original specifically said it was a light char mm-hmm. and so i wonder usually the the light to medium, especially medium char is the sweetest sweetest thing but if you go beyond and you get a high char then you get rid of the sweet and so i just kind of wonder where on the spectrum this ocean was and if it's an old what did they call it not old
1: well that's mature that we older, older barrel no. so like they're also not saying older bourbon they're saying older bourbon barrel so, I not wonder, new American yeah, oak. Yeah, they're not like modifying the bourbon. And do they mean old as in
2: used or old as in
1: yeah. old? Yeah. Old. <laughs> old. As an <in> old <laughs> Probably not, but I, but I feel like used could be a. Yeah. Which. Basically, we have no. Like, this is anti science, is what we're dealing with here.
2: It's like just comparing two completely different things. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Definitely. Fascinating. Yeah. But I mean, marketing gimmick. And
1: for forty bucks at Costco.
0: No, so that was, no, no, no. That was for the oh. their, their original.
1: And the ocean, this one ship costs expensive. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Seventy four ninety nine. Ooh.
1: I would love to know how much of that was ship cost and how much of it was here. <laughs> I know. I know. Because yeah. it was on like you know under the head in Chet's yacht. <laughs> <laughs>
2: And it's like, the only purpose of the boat to age the whiskey? Like, do they do other things on this boat? Do they put it on boats that are doing other stuff? We, we have okay, no like, answers so, to this yeah. question. So There's is so it, many
0: questions. So is it they just put it on a, a cargo ship, and that, goes, that cargo ship goes port to port with other and picking up and dropping off along the way? Right. And so it's just considered another container on the container ship? Right. Or is it a specific boat that only has bourbon barrels on it? That goes to all of these ports think and have have has marketing events at each port. Wouldn't we have heard about it? Would we? <laughs> Would right, we? I, I mean,
2: Christian heard of it. He heard of the whiskey, but not the boats. Mm-hmm. I just mean, wouldn't we have heard about like a boat coming to port that was specifically just aging a bunch of bourbon barrels? <laughs>
1: But would we... There's, there's <laughs> no way that they sell enough. Yeah. sell enough of this whiskey because it's not like a high-end whiskey that we all know about. Like, there's no way that they sell enough at the kind of markup they're selling it to be running entire ships of this yeah. whiskey.
2: I think your first scenario is right. It's yeah. like an extra container.
1: They basically, instead of selling sending it from Baltimore to London, they sell it. They, they're they just like, no, just bring it back to, Bal- back to Baltimore when you're done. Yep. You know? Yeah. A little round trip.
0: So it makes me very doubtful that a container full of bourbon barrels actually stays on a ship for eight years.
1: Mm -hmm. I thought it was eight years before I got on the ship. Right. So it's unclear. That's
0: the thing that it's unclear. They imply that it's aged eight years at sea, but the marketing speak is murky.
1: Yeah. I don't believe that for a second. Next up, rocket science. <laughs> this is more like barrel science,
2: but I'm excited to report about our aging experiment. Wait, so you're not going to put it
1: on in C and then blast it off into space? I mean, if I had the means, I would do it. It's imitation, of rocket science. I've Let's tried
2: to write this into my independent research and development plan at NSF, but mm. they have rejected it every time. <laughs> It does not mean that I will Thanks, not keep Obama. trying. For real. Yeah. For real. As you may have seen on the Twitters and the Tumblers, I have started the experiment. Started it a little late. Ray. Super fun to be aging whiskey in your house. Um, I changed our experiment a little bit. I was originally going to do the barrel versus a couple of different jars for different time. I simplified the whole thing. So we've got barrel, barrel full of liquor and... Uh, glass jar with the same, basically the equivalent surface to volume ratio. So wood to, wood to liquor ratio mm-hmm. um, in a single thing. So let's start simple and, and age that way. So they're sitting in my living room in a cabinet that is dark every day I visit it. And agitate it. I was going to say, do
0: you sing to it? <laughs> I talk to it a little Read bit, maybe. Book, yeah. <laughs> do we need to start buying you books?
2: <laughs> I pose Filbert on it in different ways. And, uh, but no, so I try to, I try to rotate and shake both the barrel and the glass jar in the same way.
0: Um, and so it's like a little to the left, a little to the right.
2: Yeah, it depends on what I'm feeling that day, you know. Put my hand upon your hand. <laughs> <laughs> I I okay. <laughs> Is this a child song? Take that sort a circuit around the little. No, it's not a child <laughs> oh, song. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, so anyway, so they're aging. and
0: Which uh, – remind our audience, what liquor did you go with?
2: Right. So I ended up going with – I started with vodka because it's basically – Controversial. And it's a little controversial, but it sounds controversial. But when you read people who have done this before – They basically are like, look, start with the start with any distillate that is of the material you want to start with and go from there. And lots of people really like Tito's because it's 100 percent corn. Yeah. And we like bourbon Mm -hmm. and bourbon is corn. (laughs) And so so it felt like the right thing. You know, I I thought about trying to get so the the second the liquor that people like second is a, a Buffalo Trace white whiskey that is very high proof. But really expensive, Mm. and really, yeah. There for some reason, maybe it's just around here. I don't know. Mm. Um, But it was expensive, and you know, from what I read, it sounded like the Tito's ended up tasting a little bit better anyway because the white whiskey was such a high proof that in the short time that Mm. you're going to age it, it doesn't really do it
1: It any favors.
2: Yeah, it doesn't mellow it enough.
1: Interesting.
2: So. So when did I start? January 26th is now uh, a little week plus in. Um, I think that we're going to taste it a month in. And so I'm debating. Here's, Here's what you can help me decide. Because we have these small volumes, right? There's been this math that these people who make the barrels did that says that basically you can age the equivalent of one year in 58 days. Because Whoa. of the close because of the surface to volume ratio that we're dealing with. Interesting. So we have high wood contact for a given for the given volume of liquor. I don't know if I believe this. But mm. so their argument is that in fifty-eight days you do the equivalent contact of one year of aging. Hmm. I might stop like halfway between there, so it's like we have a six month and do a taste then and see how it so, so yeah, so we've got the barrel hanging out and the glass jar hanging out. And I've posted a couple photos of, to see. I mean, it got dark really fast.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, that was kind of scary.
1: it's Yeah, a it's little incredible almost.
2: Yeah. The fur-murky. Yeah, it's super murky. And so I've been going back and forth with the Milwaukee crew about, like, do you filter? Should we filter this? Should we not filter it? I still haven't decided yet to what to do. but
0: What does Milwaukee say?
2: Milwaukee said, don't bother filtering it.
1: Interesting. They like- were, like...
2: What, even when you taste it? Even when you taste it. Does
1: it taste gritty?
2: He did not say that it did. Hmm. Um, but he felt like you got the... It's all particulates. It's all particulates, and it's not a big deal. We're not going to die. Right. Do we trust him? I don't know.
1: I mean, the well, whole point was that was... you got, like, non-pesticide. You, know, right. you know, Right. It wasn't just, like, like wood in the corner. They didn't steer you right.
2: wrong with that, so... Right. So I kind of trust them. So I think what I'm going to do in... I guess like 20-ish days from now, is uh, pour out a little bit of each and give it a go. It will change the surface to liquid ratio of each container. So I'm struggling with that a little bit, but
0: I'm trying not to be neurotic. Um, so, But like not enough, right? If it's just like, you know, our little pores.
1: I mean, well, I mean, realize they fair if you take the same amount from each. If bottle, I take the same oh, amount, from percentage, each, right. Percentage. Then, then the next time we taste it, it'll still be the same volume to the the same volume to surface ratio. It will just be a slightly different, but still equal. But still equal, yeah. right? Yeah. So that's and so I that's, think that's
2: all that matters. I think right? that's all that matters. And I have some of the original vodka too that I want us to taste mm-hmm. alongside to see. So that's it. It's uh, it's really fun to shake them every day and look at how it (laughs) progresses and watch how like the little white little like wood cubes some of them are still floating up and some of them sink because they're totally saturated and uh that's awesome yeah i'm really excited to taste it it would be
0: fun if you could actually see inside the barrel i know I know. And I guess that's what the tastings are for. But still, it would be fine. I like that it's
1: mysterious. <laughs> yeah. I know.
0: I'm like, is it the same
2: color? Like, what? I you- can't wait to sample it. It's like, it's killing me. So I'm really...
0: Are you going to get more evaporation from the barrel than you are from the glass jar?
2: Well, it's a good question. So what I so I am gonna measure out how much I pull from mm-hmm. each time and I think in the end I will try to do an accounting of like what volume is actually left. Because mm-hmm. the fact that the cubes are sinking, so they're clearly saturating, mm-hmm. right? And they're oh,
1: right, you're gonna lose that just because it's gonna be inside the wood. Because it's gonna be inside the wood,
2: which is probably also happening in yeah. the barrel. But what I noticed is that the barrel has like a sheen on it, so it's been the outside of the barrel. Has, has been um, treated. treated, you know, mm-hmm. it's been shellacked oh. or something like yours. You know, yours has too, this one that you have here. So
1: so there's so a limit. The
2: yeah. yeah it's a or like, evaporation. Evaporation, yeah. right? Like I wonder, although the glass jar is sealed too, but I wonder how, like infiltration is the word I'm thinking of. Mm-hmm. So, so how far can the alcohol that's in the barrel, how far will it infiltrate into the wood? I don't know. So I am going to try to account for exactly how much we pull off and how much is left and so we can try to figure out how much the wood has soaked up and all of that. Mm -hmm. Mostly I'm just excited to taste it. Yeah. It looks delicious. (laughs) In its murkiness. In its murkiness. Well, it's less murky than it was that first day. Now Mm. it just has like this solid hefty caramel color that is like mm.
1: Nice.
2: And we have to think of a good name for it so be working on that. Space whiskey.
1: We can't just call it Whiskey Cats? I guess so. Uh, very small barrel batch one <laughs>
2: <laughs> very 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 small barrel
1: aged aged at cabinet
2: but aged, yes, aged and, in cabinet and then I'm like the heater is right that like the vent heating vent and I'm like should I be mimicking like the seasonal changes like maybe I'll let them sit over the heater vent for a while and then okay. go down in the garage where it's cold put them in the snow for a while but, but
1: isn't that the whole like you know a good whiskey producer will make that temper you know right. make it climate controlled
2: right and no light, it's like so. That's yeah. the that's the other thing. That's why the gla- like they're in the cabinet, so that there's no light getting in there. Mm-hmm. Anyway, super fun. And this is not going to be the last of the experiments that we do because
1: hell yeah, super
2: fun. Yeah.
1: And our long time <laughs> listeners know that this is like what they do in the space station because they brought whiskey up and they put wood inside in a glass casing or whatever, some non permeable, like non wood casing. So that's why this is like imitation rocket science. It is. Way to
0: bring it back. <laughs>
2: nice. That's what we're here for.
0: Um, so you have some other weird sciencey news? I do. Uh,
2: we recently were reading about people making bitters out of their tears. How poignant. Yeah. Cry me a
1: cocktail. Cocktail. <laughs> Nicely done. If only. If only. <laughs> So this that does is, seem like the next step in human evolution.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so this is an article uh, on vice.com in the munchies section. They tell the story in like the long... You could have told the story in a paragraph, but they do it in like seven. But basically, this um, culinary research and design studio um, was offering a workshop in London that lets you make bitters out of
0: your tears. Okay, uh-huh. so many questions. Stop uh-huh. right there. <laughs> so many questions. Uh-huh. How many tears do you need to make bitters?
2: That's a good question. Uh, they don't really get around. It to like, a volume. Do we, it like? Is it like
1: breakups? Right. Or exactly. Or like, like I stub
0: my
2: toe. Sad. Yeah. Yeah. So they say they don't. They never specifically get into a volume, but they do say. Quote, it's not like people will be giving their aunts and uncles a 90% tear solution. Gross. Ew. (laughs) The tear aspect of the drink isn't the main element. We're still going to have alcohol in there, spelled wrong, spices and herbs, so the tears are more like an emotional infusion into the drinks. It's more symbolic. The tears will be in there, but it won't be salty
1: water. What is this, like, naming a star after somebody? Yeah,
2: basically. Um, and so they they claim that they have, like, ways of making you cry. Cry? Um, By hitting your thumb
0: with, like, a mallet? Well, or? they say
2: they have the menthol stick. They say, we've got those menthol sticks that people use in the theater. Um,
0: and then know. they also
2: have a corner Smelling of soft. repose.
0: A corner of repose where you can go and try to cry. And think about your deepest, darkest, terrible memory. Uh, this seems to be, like, the opposite. It's like, exactly opposite. Yeah.
1: It's like you, you take the alcohol experience and then run it backwards. <laughs> And that's how this is happening.
0: <laughs> so yeah. does it say actually how you go about doing, t- like taking tears and turning it into bitters? So they, um, they will collect
2: them. There's a name for tear collecting. It's called. Are we in Harry Potter right now? I don't understand. Yes. It's called lacrimatory. Of course
1: Holy it Alan is. Ripon. We're here to say that for Oh, us. Be so good. They tell you. Okay,
2: so I don't think they actually tell you. They just say they're going to make you cry and collect them. In my mind, it's like people holding up a right, little, little vial. A little to your, vial to your eye. Yeah. And then they... Like a witch. And then witch they put it see? in. And they're only making bitters, which also the title of this is very misleading. You can make booze out of your own tears. Yeah. No, you're you are making a um, cocktail. Yeah. Cocktail. You're making bitters, which may or may not have alcohol in it, but people will put anything in drinks is basically my
0: summary yeah. of that article. And... Well, what are we going to put these gross drinks in, Heather?
1: Well, that's a very good question, Kelly. (laughs) First of all, I think I'm going to need you to put some more drink of something into my fancy Ikea glass here. Which, do you want aged at sea or not aged at sea? I think not aged at sea. Mm -hmm. I think I'm a little seasick. (laughs) I was going to make so many more jokes. Just be happy I looked at that. (laughs) There's already, this whole episode is like full of,
2: (laughs) anyone else? I'm still working on my original and my... I'm going to chug this agent. Yeah, you better do that. Yeah. got to get rid of it.
1: All right, so there's a little Kickstarter going on. Uh, okay. You certainly can fund it. It's one of those Kickstarters that uh, ask for $75,000 and they're already at $800,000 and counting. What? So, um, it's for the Norlan Whiskey Glass. N-O-R-L-A-N. Okay. You should really log on and watch the video. It's a good five and a half minute presentation on why you're drinking whiskey not nearly pretentiously enough. <laughs> Man, I went back and forth with this because it's like, you know, they cut, they sort of make some uh, good points that I could like get on board with, but there's so many beards in the way, between <laughs> me and the actual point that I have trouble like I'm grasping gonna, it. I need it. I need an image. <sighs> okay. Here's the glass. So, here's the thing. So, their problem with regular whiskey glasses are twofold, right? That there's two sort of normal ways that you would drink whiskey. One is in a tasting glass, right, which is like a tulip the, shaped. Oh okay, yeah, like Glenn, the Westland Glenn, ones. Glencairn, yeah, the
0: tulip the shape the one that you that can really at your house. Oh, R.I.P. <laughs> yeah, so you can really stick your
1: honker in there and, yes. and get the smell. So they do that, mm-hmm. and the second glass is uh, just a you know an old fashioned like tumbler, right? Right. And there's that glass. So the problem with the tasting glass is that it concentrates the aroma too much. So that there's, there's all sorts of uh, Whirlpool style cartoons that go with this. That It, it doesn't? doesn't that, there's, that there's two kinds of um, flavors, which actually I thought this was sort of interesting for our own tasting purposes. But that I don't know how true it is. It seems like anti-science bullshit. But yeah. they divided their Whirlpools into the aromatics and the ethanol, right? Which is, like, sometimes when we're like, all I can smell is, like, iodine or the booze or whatever. That's, like, that's the the ethanol, right? Right. And then there's the aromatics. And sometimes we have a hard time distinguishing between the two, and that is, like, you know, both our palates and the fault of the whiskey. Um, So they're saying that the tulip-shaped glass um, concentrates the ethanol too hard, like, right up into your nose. But the second part is, and this is where we get a little bit twee, it removes... The social aspect of drinking because you have to tilt your head up so far oh my that God. you're no longer looking at the per- like you can't see anybody mm-hmm. around you. So it removes you from the social experience of drinking. Because iPhones haven't done that. It's everybody's stuck because that in for
0: you're just tilting in your glass. glass. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> because I am drinking. Mm-hmm. The, the tr- sip, the sip that takes me. Less than five seconds. Mm-hmm. But you can't
1: see me for those moves. five seconds. removes
0: me from everything in the room. Yeah.
1: And I no longer
0: know what happened in those five
1: seconds. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to argue for a second okay. that I think it's yeah. supposed to remove you from everybody else in the room. Like, when you're tasting a whiskey like that, you're yeah. supposed to be, like, kind of one-on-one on one and just agreed. trying it. Be like, so, I love
0: you, whiskey. Right. Let's have this moment together.
2: And if you're hanging out with people that you should be hanging out with. Well, then you're they drinking will out of a tumbler. appreciate that. Yeah, or they and will so, appreciate the fact that maybe for five seconds you're going to put your face in your glass.
1: So you have your tumbler and your tumbler, which are not quite what we're drinking out of. There are <laughs> tumblers that, you know, you know what tumbler looks like. Yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. three, about three inch in diameter and three, you know, it's like uh, by a square, except it's a circle. But, uh, <laughs> and you drink it and you don't have to take your head so far back. So it's more social, but the aromatics are going all over the place. And so you can't get a proper smell. So like pretend I had like six beards while I was saying that and maybe some hipster glasses and like, are you wearing an just to make it different? Like
2: suspenders. <laughs> the occasional. Oh yeah. man. So uh, I can't wait to watch this video.
1: Actually, what's great is that the first like professional person they talk to. Okay. Wait, I'll back up a second because they decide that they want to make this new glass that incorporates these two things where they want it to be both social and bring up the aromatics appropriately. Right. So like, that's great. They um, convene a four-day convention, which, like,
0: bully um, for you that you're able to do I'm a four-day
1: convention of just tasting and 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 brainstorming back and forth of, like, well, this isn't quite shaped well enough. And they had a 3D printer on site, so they just kept printing more glasses until they found the right shape. So
0: after Ooh. four days, they're so fucking drunk. <laughs>
1: It's amazing. Well, it's eight hundred <laughs> thousand dollars. Amazing. So let's not be too dismissive. <laughs> Whoa, who okay, paid for the? Anyways, I have so anyways, many questions. But continue. Okay. So then they they de- they they decide on this design, which I'll sort of explain in a minute. But they bring it to the first professional that they bring it to, uh, the uh Scotch distiller. The like the the guy. The, I don't. I can't remember if he's the master their distiller master or distiller or, or some other like guy mm-hmm. from the brand. He, like, you know, is raving about it. He's like, this is amazing. You can, like, smell all the aromatics. And he just, like... And see know. people yeah. at the same, same time. <laughs> <laughs> it's incredible. And then they talk to Heather Green, who... Oh, yeah, yeah, the whiskey looked, woman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, exactly. So she's, like, put out a very popular book and does mm-hmm. lots of, like... Mm-hmm. You know, I think she lives in New York. She does lots of classes and things like that. <laughs> okay, so the glass oh, is basically, like, you know, one of those glasses you buy at a theme park where like there's a there's a, a middle in between where like there's sloshy blue water and like a little dolphin that's yes. like, dancing back and forth. Uh-huh. Yes. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. that's basically what they made. Um, except there's no blue water in between. Or a dolphin. It's a uh, it's the inside is they the tulip tumbler, and the outside it's the old fashioned tumbler.
0: So wait, they what? They married the two?
2: Yeah. Like you just put one glass inside the, the, the other, other glass? glass? Yeah. Like a like a turvis tumbler. <laughs> Like for whiskey, that's <laughs>
0: what they did. <laughs> I what?
1: promise you. What, what? and that was
0: like eight hundred thousand dollars. People are like, wait,
1: but don't I mean? What the, but, the best? But, the, the best part after sh- after all okay. of the other explanations okay. they had, they said, and also when you touch it, you don't get your fingerprints on the tulip, so that when you you can't see the whiskey anymore because <laughs> your fingerprints are on the outside and not the inside. <laughs> and I'm like, I don't even really like, I'm. Because your fingers These are, are like greasy so from chopping down trees. I'm gonna like, go what? find a research vessel <laughs> with bourbon on it. Wait, but how does, it jump off it. how
2: does this solve the problem? Because the whiskey is still in
1: the in, in the, the vessel the, the, the that requires that you tilt your head, head back. back. Well, I think because so okay, <laughs> so I'm I, I'm exaggerating a little bit about the interior. It's not as it's not a uh, so exaggerated can see yeah I can see, yeah, tulip, I can it's see much that it's more a subtle tulip. It is. It's not a
0: Glencairn tulip. It's very yeah. It's a little bit more relaxed. What is it, relaxed tea bag in
2: the bottom? What is that? Yeah, I don't understand yeah, what that thing um,
0: is. There's like a triangle. on the bottom. I, I'm pretty sure it's not. But. Cloth from the button factory. <laughs> Going back to how drinking apparently takes you away from your social setting, hmm. I would argue that sometimes taking a drink of your of your cocktail or whiskey whatever you have in your tumbler you do it on purpose so it does take you away from the social situation you're like let me take a beat i agree
2: i'm taking this sip because i don't really want to engage when i'm whatever else is happening also half the time that i use the Glencairn tumbler that i have i am alone i am alone (laughs) oh in my house
0: and i was gonna say sitting by the fire but i also want that like yeah, you want a you minute. Want, you want you want the aromatics. Finished, you want the aromatics, like to punch you in the face when you're drinking from the Glencarn glass. So this is clearly not for us. No, that's okay. They have obviously found their market. Clearly, eight hundred thousand dollars worth of market. Oh, cheers! Cheers. cheers. That's all for this episode for Whiskey Cats. Thanks for listening. You can find us online at whiskeycats.com or please email us at whiskeycatspodcast at gmail.com. Where else can people find us
1: online? They can find us at Twitter and Instagram at whiskey underscore cats
2: and you can call us with your whiskey questions whiskey memories uh, or comments about anything we talked about today at 202 760 2009
0: thanks for listening cheers make me laugh and sing. give it to me papa i'm that
2: thing
1: wait can you google robot beep
0: sounds <laughs>